Welcome to Ramble episode 5 with the standard Barb's Ben and Laz at the helm. A good way to start is an interesting fact that I actually learned today. This is very impromptu. The Reuben sandwich was named after the man who made it after Charlie Chaplin's wife ordered the sandwich and said, make me whatever you can. And Reuben made the sandwich. So on that note, and that interesting fact... Wait, who? Which, which Reuben? Which, is this a specific Reuben? A, fan, a famous Reuben? Oh, he's some sort of chef. It was just a random... And Charlie Chaplin's wife was famous because of her association with Charlie. What was her name? Yeah, but, so shouldn't it be called the Charlie? Shouldn't it be called the Charlie? No, because Charlie didn't make it. It was Reuben made it. No, because Charlie was famous yes, enough to make yes. Reuben the chef famous. This has escalated quickly. No, I'm sorry. But it should be called like the Chaplin. That's, the, that's what it should be called. Then immediately it's got fa- it's famous immediately. I mean, if they wanted to have a solid business model behind their sandwich, they'd be calling it the Chaplin. So well, the Reuben sandwich is I mean, a global I phenomenon, Ben. Right? So if you, think it should, if you think it should be the Chaplin sandwich, I don't know. Your your position's unproven. Reuben no, is is on solid ground. No, 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 no. no. What I'm no, saying, no, no. Barbs, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure I was. Will. It was a far riskier move. It was a far riskier move going calling it the Reuben at the time. Right in hindsight. We can look back and say outstanding decision because the sandwich spoke for itself. But <laughs> at the time, when you really wanted to make the sandwich famous, you've got to call it something famous. I don't think People making want to a... eat the chaplain. I don't Hell, think. The... Nah. Eat the chaplain. That's 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 got what a very. What does the Reuben mean? If you but if you're eating the chaplain, that's like. What does the Reuben uh, mean? Would a Christian no, would a Christian have the chaplain? Because you know, like a chaplain, like a Christian thing. So a what Christian. What if you're eating the chaplain? Isn't chaplain a Christian thing? Oh, the. That's why there's, that's the why that's Charlie why Jews Chaplin. eat the Reuben because the you know or Christians <laughs> wouldn't eat the Chaplin. <laughs> the zing, I'm, okay. not gonna, I'm not going to touch that. Okay, well, three Jewish boys. Yeah. So, whatever. I just I just think it was poorly poorly sold initially, but it's lucky that the sandwich spoke for itself, and it's now a global phenomenon. I, I don't all. think Charlie saw it as core business, Ben. But anyway, let's move on. Thanks. For the, yeah. There we go. Alright, sorry, 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 sorry. So, so we were having a chat today. So we're still obviously on Skype with Ben, still in Paris, um, cooking bread and eating hummus and swimming in the kneading s- chickpeas with his feet. And oh, it's it's out of control over there. As you do, but and as you know, my feet are clean and strong. His big, his big toe is as big. Like honestly, you could play tennis with his fat toe. Yeah, yeah. Well, he always had good balance. Surprisingly, and we, we discussed this, surprisingly it's surprisingly agile yeah. for a man as, uh, he was rotund. Rotund would be the word, especially yeah. in especially during you know, a couple of years ago. Well, he's probably lost some kilos after his five days of illness. We've, <laughs> we've, discussed, we've discussed my weight in a previous episode. I know, <laughs> okay, 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 right, well, no. So this, the, the actual topic, besides we got distracted and, and rambled, is discussing before in terms of exclusivity with a lady. So, and I've discussed this because, um, you know, we're in a time where there's, we talked about this, dating apps, lots of things happening. And I've got controversial views. I say a good 18 months um, of seeing a girl, um, you know, it takes a long time to work your way to the point of exclusivity. Well, Ben, how far into your marriage did you um, start being exclusive? And we only got there about three months ago, actually, so it's really great. <laughs> so it's fine. So you Ben just, is shaking his head. So you started the relationship you swinging. Are such, you're such a twit. You're such a twit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like James is not listening to this. Have we actually reached the 100 listeners for her to view? 
or listen? Well, it depends how you look at the definition of 100 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at views. That's it. Just, yeah, exactly. Um, no, she hasn't listened but why, to it. why 18 months? Why place an arbitrary number on it? It's so stupid. It's same arbitrariness of five dates before sleeping with someone. I think it's, you have to set a point where you're comfortable, where you know, you know, it's, uh, this is it. At some point this in a relationship, you need certainty, right? You can't just leave it up to interpretation and subjectivity all the time. Otherwise, people never know where they stand. Well, what are your thoughts then about, like, you know, swinging? Well, both parties agree to it. I don't think you could do it. Well, you're talking about couple swinging. Is that, ex- is that t- exclusive if you commit it to your wife, but you both swing? I think if you're I doing it like together. To have, the com- to have the conversation about swinging, you, in- you invariably must be in an exclusive relationship. Otherwise, it's not swinging. It's just doing what you're doing. Well, look so at it's, the- just, it's, just, it's just orge. Yes, yeah, just orge. <laughs> Tinder is now orging. Tinder with this Tinder social, it is now official orge central. You've got groups now that aren't just female. There's male female groups. Yeah, I've never underst- I don't groups. understand those. Don't get it. Yeah, I, and and then two people talk and then it expires, you know. And then when I when I when we you know when we matched. When I was swiping, I got matches, and then when you were swiping, we got no matches, and then that presents a problem. Maybe they want me over you. Well, almost certainly. Yeah. So what do you? So then, how does that work? How do you only see me and not see the, if you like, the Danny DeVito of the twin <laughs> section of the relationship? How do you? How do you just? How do you navigate through that? Well, I don't think because um, they were trialing that part of Tinder, like that part of the app in Australia, and I don't think it went particularly well. Oh, they're trialing it. Yeah, yeah. So actually, Australia was the first place that was that was trialed. Why is that? Because we're the th- most fiendish. Well, because we're far away from anywhere else. I think. Okay. So it's like they try a lot of stuff in New Zealand as well. Because it's they? just like such an isolated market. So if it goes, you know, cuck, then like what are the repercussions? You know, three, would, three million that, Kiwis are angry. But three would, million like, Kiwis are angry most of the time anyway. They would try cuck there. They would try like breast milk flavoured ice cream. Like they cuck. Would. Like yeah. real controversial. Like homemade hummus nonsense, Ben. That sort of stuff. Hummus flavoured ice cream. I mean, I don't understand your gripe with homemade produce it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> I, 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 I have a gripe pressure, so it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't well, well, let's just, just put it on the table Ben is being paid a high price by Parisian aristocrats for him to cook food for them in Paris <laughs> in Paris in Paris, <laughs> in Paris. And, he, and he claims that his food is gourmet because he is because producing it. No. <laughs> because he is producing it at home. He would pronounce it gourmet. That's yeah, the thing. He would pronounce it gourmet. Absolutely he would. <laughs> defend Are you yourself. Done? Are you done? Yeah, defend yourself. <laughs> Just sitting there taking it. <laughs> I what what I aim to do is introduce Parisians to a, a type of cuisine which they otherwise would not see. Vegemite. A different type of person, a different side of food, a different side of life that they would otherwise experience in their normal Parisian day-to-day lives. That's what I give them, and that's the premium they pay. Vegemite on rice crackers. Is that, is that <laughs> essentially not... You, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get there. Or, good, or the Tim Tam straw. That actually would go down the hoops. <laughs> the old Tim Tam straw. We, what, what we provide is homemade pavlovas. Have you brought your wife, your wife into this as well? 
You have no, a kitchen she's, hand. She's my muse. She's, she's my muse. She's your muse. <laughs> she dance in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> she chides and insults him to lift his performance. The dinner's going bad when you're looking at Gemma, Gemma dance in the corner. I'll tell you what. So what, what do you make? So what's the story? Okay. Hummus and, and bread. Homemade sourdough bread. Homemade good quality sourdough bread from Parisian natural yeast. Na- wild Parisian. yeast. Yeah, absolutely. The wilder, the better. So if it's homemade, um, does that make it better? I mean, homemade could be terrible. Of course it could, but I back myself. Mm. Mm. Interesting. We, we, we all know yeah. what happens when you back yourself, Ben. I, um, we, make, we, offer a, we offer an Australian uh, meat pie, homemade, of course. Yeah, of course. Every, everything is, is homemade. Where do, you, where do you get the beef from, Ben? Um, it's, it's imported. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> Softened with the feet. Grain fed. <laughs> we uh, we offer a a homemade chicken parmigiana. What's what's the most complex tool that you would use in the kitchen? <laughs> uh, my mind. My mind. Oh, oh wow. What a comment. That went down like a lead balloon. Absolutely. Ex- funny, absolutely not funny at yeah, all. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like a tagine. Or maybe like a whisk. Whisk. Uh, maybe. No, no. Uh, okay, fine. An, an electronic whisk. And do you go out there and entertain entertain the dinners, Ben? Electronic. Do you entertain the groups? Yeah. You do? A little bit of, little bit of chat? A yeah. little bit of repartee? Yeah, I, I bet that's part of the, the service. Can we go back to the electronic whisk? So he's so lazy in the kitchen that he can't even move his arm to move the whisk. Yeah, he but he's ma- if he is making up for that by kneading the chickpeas with his feet. Probably has an electronic kneader. Or like a Thermomix or something. It's a privileged, it's a privileged life. <laughs> Ben's getting in trouble with his wife. Ben, are you okay? Yeah, just uh, making sure the video doesn't shine on the bathroom. Oh, that oh, one, that's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, that is. That's, that, embarrassing. that's not on. No. No, Ben, Gemma's practicing her dance moves because she knows that the dinner will go a bit south tonight. Did you know we can see the bathroom in the reflection in your glasses? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We actually can. We actually can. <laughs> Always forehead. Either way, one of them, one of them. Take the glasses off, we'll see them. <laughs> anyway, so exclusivity. Last continue. Oh, so yeah, so so. All right. Let's say it's let's say it's it's three dates in, right? Mm-hmm. You can still see other people and do all that sort of stuff. Yes. But let's say you, you like the girl and it's three dates in, but she happened to meet, you know, a very attractive other woman. Can you sleep with her within those first three dates? In, you know. Not and without there being an issue, and at what point is there an issue? Well, the the, the issue. Uh, so would, the question is, would you would you tell would you tell the other party that you've done this? Or would you need to tell them? Well, no, but, but that's not the point. Would you would you would you feel the need that you did you, would you feel like yeah? Would you feel you needed to? I guess it is the point. Cut that one out, <laughs> Paris is messed oh, his wow. brain up, man. I think just just <laughs> so there's an understanding that Ben Ben has been shitting liquid for the last five days well, and is clearly very dehydrated and not thinking clearly. He's he's got the I, I have not tell. been I've not been maintaining, maintaining my liquids to the right extent, <laughs> and it's, it could come through in the final few minutes. Trying <laughs> to hold it in. So he's not peaked for performance here. So. so wait, so a girl would be more comfortable to be exclusive. I think we established this on a previous episode that a girl would be definitely more comfortable to be exclusive before one they attach quicker, but two, sex is more comfortable when they're emotionally involved. They don't want anyone else. The guy I think it's just a more emotional act as well. 
For them, or in general, you mean? No, for them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're comfortable. They don't need it. They actually enjoy it more once they feel comfortable with someone. Mm-hmm. So then should guys be left with the burden to follow suit? Or should we say, hey? Well, I think I think if you're serious about the girl, mm-hmm. about your partner, you almost have to follow suit, which would kind of mean that once you're sleeping with one girl, even if that were to happen on the, the, the third date, let's say, mm. you can't really sleep with... And anyone else, if you want to progress things, Ben, would you would you agree or disagree? Oh, of course, I do agree. I do agree. Peeping around the background. But again, like, it's, it's but it's all about how you feel because if you don't tell them, nothing's ever going to come of it. They won't know. It'll be fine. So it's just about how comfortable you feel keeping a secret of this nature from them. Really. Well, let's say <laughs> let's say you're a semi-ethical person, right? And you, you you'd want to be upfront with someone that you're emotionally. But no, I, neither of you, neither of you. Would, we are. Ethical? Yes, well, you particularly, Laz. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't appreciate that at all. I think I can see Gemma slowly withdrawing the knife through the reflection in his glasses, just to say. Just there to there sure. is movement. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure oh, he's saying the right oh, so thing. Bob's, Bob's, I retract that. You are, you are reasonably ethical, but he's I think Laz he, doesn't, he, doesn't have much of an ethical Bob's is atrocious. Bob's is atrociously ethical. It, no, it is, it is sometimes a bit pathetic. Now you go in there, you go in there, and you, for example, off the first date, you say, I'm not going to kiss her. I'm not going to. I barely know the woman. Woman's if she's connected, you wouldn't still wouldn't. If she's what? She feels emotionally connected, there's chemistry, you wouldn't. No, I would. If there, was, if there was chemistry, it's just not something I'd push for on the first date. You, you the five date. You, you knew that five date. I'm not a five date. I dated one girl that had some bullshit five date rule. And now yeah. you think that applies to me as well. It must have rubbed off. It hasn't rubbed off. That The fact that I'm not having sex has nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's a self-imposed rule. It's not self-imposed, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, Ben's excuse is marriage. But besides that, then... Uh, Hey. Hey. <laughs> and Jamie's back with the knife. <laughs> um, okay, but and then I mean that's fair, I guess. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. So you so you agree that that's actually the right way to to to, to run things. That's What's the, the right moral way. I guess the double standard is what happens if she wants to have sex on the first date. Do you consider herself a bit of a slurry? Yes, I do. I mean, we've discussed this before, and Ben obviously is oh, going yes, to disagree with me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I do. Oh, we have discussed this again. This has gone all full circle. And I said she wasn't a slurry. Well, you call it full circle or repetitive, one of the two. <laughs> or tedious. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> Redundant. <laughs> um, anyway, ben, so the other thing that's happening in Paris, just to change the subject, is Ben is currently taking a barista course. He's auditioning. Um, he's immersing himself in Parisian life, um, in the culture, in the right. food, in the, in the cafe. Um. And I have a, a question about one's relationship with their barista. So do you like it when your barista um, knows your name, engages you in conversation every day, knowing full well that he doesn't really well, you'll give know two I shits? Stand. You'll know where I stand. You know, or, or would you just like the coffee and let's move on? Because I, um, at my previous uh, place of employment in Melbourne, I had a wonderful cafe um, just down the laneway and, and um, there was a French barista there who was just the surliest guy you'll ever meet. Just He just did not want to be there. Um, had no interest in making coffee, but he made a tremendous cafe. Tremendous. And um, he never spoke to me, never engaged in me, never showed any interest in my life. One day I was feeling uh, particularly cock-a-hoop. Went over there and uh, 
engaged him, smiled at him, said, how's your day? What you got planned for the weekend? And he just just snarled at me and looked at me like... I respect that, actually. Yeah, and I looked at, do you not under, understand our relationship after three and a half years? No, I respect that. And I was like, ah, oh, I backed off. It was my fault. It was my mistake. Yeah, he's got a job to do. Exactly. He's got lots of stuff to do. It's a repetitive job. He understands where you're at. You're the client. He's the provider of the coffee. And that's it. That's where our relationship ends. What do you Let's think not manufacture no, anything else. Completely agree. Yeah, see, that's no, what our stands for. Such clowns. Oh, really? Oh, oh, God, you, you, talk with every, you talk with every Chaim Shmerel, and there will be a, a, a <laughs> line three hours long because you're just talking the fat with some nonsense about how you make hummus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's a question. Is it, is it a service industry? Yes. Well, it is a service. No, no, it is. I know where you're going. Okay, it's part service, part product. Yes, exactly. Ben? Right, but there's a service element. The service He's is making the coffee. The service the should end at handing the coffee <laughs> yes, to you. that's the service. That's the service. <laughs> I love nothing more than walking into a cafe and the guy goes, the usual, Ben? <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, How's your day? <laughs> it's great. He's like, I, I didn't really ask you. Absolute nonsense. Well, fortunately for the Parisians, your French is very, very limited. Yeah, that, that actually, from, that's from my understanding, and you, you, yeah, it'll be conducive to actually providing good product <laughs> and service. Because you won't be able to engage. I think what will happen though. They'll they'll ask you like hold my own in a basic French conversation and then slowly transition it to English when required. He would he would infiltrate every coffee with almond milk straight from the tea. And I would ask for sugar and he wouldn't put any in. No, because Ben has standards and and I actually stand with Ben on that. Ben, you don't serve cafe with sugar. And I I, I assume in your future barista role. You, you will refuse to do so. You're going against what you're saying, Max. I will. I will. You're going against what you're saying. No, he doesn't have to verbalise it. He doesn't have to verbalise it. He just doesn't do it. No, but there's a client. <laughs> <laughs> there's a client. There's a service. You do the service. I want five sugar, sugars. You'll give me five sugars. I won't. I won't. And, and over time, your palate will adjust. <laughs> so you, but you're doing them a service. <laughs> I'm doing you a service. If you engage me in conversation for four to five days... I would then consider the, the offer of coffee, uh, sugar Sucre. one that could be brought up. It's like the soup nasty with his bloody coffee. He is. He Honestly. Is. He hasn't even landed the role yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's still very much in the audition. Do you know what his role is? Do you know his role be? To put the F on the flat white, like FW <laughs> on the cup, and just pass it to the barista. That's clearly what that's you're going to do. That's harder than it looks. That's yeah. harder than yeah. it looks. With no spillage. Essentially, Ben, in terms of your chances of landing this role, what percentage influences your beard? Oh, I think that's that's my strong. That's that's what really what I bring to the table. Yeah. On my on my CV, the first thing I had written on there was beard. And and then second was was uh, thick rimmed glasses. Second one was that I lived in lived in Melbourne. Lived in Melbourne. Helps. Thick rimmed glasses, receding hairline. Um, uh, positive attitude towards fresh produce. No tattoos though, Ben. Cafe. No tattoos. No tattoos. Huh? No tattoos. When they read from Melbourne. No, they don't like tattoos. They don't like tattoos in Paris. Oh, oh really? They no, they don't. No, no, no. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. Daddy, I have, heard, I have heard that, actually. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, well, you, good luck. When do you start this role, Ben? Uh, I, I hear back if, I have, if they even consider me for the second round of interviews on Monday. Oh, well, good luck on that. I guess the next podcast uh, will be determined whether you, at least we'll have some more coffee conversations. I'm sure our listeners really, really enjoy that and most probably would I know I do. I know I do. Exactly. So wow. on the uh, on the 20-minute mark or approaching the 20-minute mark, we had the final thought. 
And I actually, on, on this final thought, actually, I've got a, a two part. One is that I've enjoyed your your element of hosting today, Barb's. Um, usually, I think you've done a really good job. In Normally, I, I, I sit back and Correct, relax Correct, but you've done a great bit. job. You've obviously matured. I don't know what's happened over the last few weeks, but... I've had space to breathe and, and consider. I get that. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So, that I've enjoyed. But two, my final thought is sockets. Don't understand them. I don't want to see them. As in plug holes. No, sockets. You know, the title socks that people put on their shoes, so it appears that they're not wearing socks. Oh, yeah. But then they do wear socks. But it is to expose the Achilles. Don't want to see and Achilles. That, no, it, that is, it, it is. Do you know when I want to see Achilles? When they wear thongs. And you want to wear thongs? When they've got decent feet. Achilles is a really nice feature on the body. I actually think it's quite nice as well, Ben. Uh, watch I, Achilles yeah. on the go to the beach, and you don't want you don't see hobbit feet because you don't want to see Achilles. In fact, that's the only that's the only element I'll accept it is if you've got like hobbit feet and you can't wear thongs, so you need the Achilles to breathe. Otherwise, I don't want to see it. I'm not sure that made any sense, but I'm not as particular with feet nor if Achilles. You got, if you've got hobbit feet, you don't want to wear thongs, as we established from with Rob's podcast, oh, that you didn't I want do. to take off your shoes. <laughs> yeah, you're another story, mate. <laughs> 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 but sockets, I don't understand, and we'll probably delve deep into that next podcast, but that's um, okay. like either don't not. wear socks or wear shoes that wear socks are acceptable and you can actually show them. All right. I've I've got a final thought for once. I'm not going to blank. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So a bit of a change mm-hmm. is uh, tattoos. Um, I think there should be two rules with with tattoos, and I've considered these. I think that if it's above the neck or exposed on the neck, mm-hmm. you better be the boss of whatever you do, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it's you're going to struggle to find another role. Mm-hmm. And the other one is you shouldn't have any tattoo in a language that you can't read and understand. If you can't read and understand, mm. then you, it shouldn't be on your body. Mm, I agree. I, I, it, it makes no sense to me. And I, and I reckon that about 50% of, no, 30% of people with tattoos have some stupid tattoo. And like tattoo that. artists would love doing that because they've just got free reign. Absolutely, could, could write anything. They could just write. So are you proposing that they have to go through a sort of some sort of a language competency test at the tattoo parlor before w- they put it on? Inter- intermediate competency no, before in, you put it on. Or go in with the language that you want to tattoo. You can only speak in that language. So That's fair, that's fair. A, a, which will maybe make understanding what the tattoo artist should be a little troubling. But if you only speak Chinese... Make sure you go to a tattoo artist that speaks Chinese. But boss, and then get tattooed let Chinese. these morons, let these morons do it. They're idiots. I know, this I know. Is what they're amusing. I know there is, but it's like if I was, if I was. I get offended when I see it. I, I understand. I, I'm offended, yeah. not, but I wouldn't presume to tell anyone how to how to live their life. Mm. But if it was like my friend or, or my my kid or something, that that these are the rules that I would impose. Mm. Okay. All right, good yeah. thought. Okay, good I thought, understand that. Yeah, I like thought. that. And, and she smashed the... Structured yeah, yeah, and the sweet oh, potato. For a change, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah and, okay. I, and, and there's too much sweet potato. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, on my menu is sweet potato fries. Oh, no, wow, that's no, basic. It's so basic. It's the only twist to the fry. Jesus. Sweet potato. But I can make sweet potato fries. It's the only twist. It, it's either fries, or if you want the healthy version, it's the sweet potato fry. I would, I would tear up, it seems like, the French culinary scene. Like I, I could be. Obviously, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, require much. No, clearly you, not. You have a Vegemite. You put that in a croissant, and it's like you revolutionised. Give me two months to grow a beard, and I'll dominate. Ben, your final thought. Two months. Ben, your final thought. Uh, well, it was actually because I've been travelling. Uh, we've we've had to. It's been quite annoying driving around, but we've had to. We've been to Spain to the beaches. It's been quite lovely. Travelling <laughs> really around. About. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's what it's actually made me think about. It. It's another clothing related. Question is, 
How many, how many pairs of jocks do you need in your repertoire? Don't use Ben as the bench. Because I feel like... Oh, no. I've got 14. 14. Oh, yeah, I think it's oh, right. I went to triple you yeah, one day, Ben. I remember it was like to, I think it was to Israel or somewhere. It was like six weeks. I think he brought two pairs of underpants. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But but what is the quality of the 14? Oh, it'd be horrendous. Yeah, so I, I refuse to spend more than sort of a, a $5 on a five-pack. I'm not spending 20 oh, bucks God. on a pair of So you buy, you're no buying way. your underwear at 7-Eleven? Like that, that is... They're probably weird. edible undies. What are you doing? What are you like I don't want to sew this. Oh, and he needs oh, wow. the day of the week, just in case this is spaz- Just in case his mind is too chock-a-block with cooking that he doesn't remember what day so it is. I have, I have my Monday to Sunday undies. Yeah. And and I don't choose them for the day, but when I put them on and it's on the day that it's set, <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that, that too. That's like excellent, that. Ben. That's a good, that's a good ending. That's a great note yeah, to end good, on. Yeah, good, good. Well, on that, uh, we appreciate you listening and get ready for... Uh, episode six to become shortly but uh, sorry we left you for so long yeah apologies and the next episode we want to really try and push for uh, iTunes oh well this episode will actually be launched on iTunes and, and details oh, will, will be provided at will um, and perhaps with the next episode we'll have a special guest oh I can't wait to see what that, that is nice. well we have to yet to discuss that but I can't wait alright cheers everyone <laughs>